Vox Quick Hits. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Since quarantining at home, I haven't really wanted to watch a lot of serious movies. The only serious movie that I felt called enough to watch was Judas and the Black Messiah. And it was a great choice. Repeat after me. The film, which follows William O'Neill, a man who infiltrates and eventually betrays the Black Panther Party and its powerful young leader, Fred Hampton, was nominated for five Academy Awards. Two of those nominations are for Best Supporting Actor, for Lakeith Stanfield, who plays O'Neill, and Daniel Kaluuya, who plays Hampton. Which might lead you to ask, well, who's the lead actor then? How did the movie's stars both get stuck with second fiddle? Emily Vanderwerf is Vox's critic at large. Before she explains this strange situation, we should say, we'll never fully know the reasoning here. But Emily can shed some light on this situation. This one good answer is a little more like one good guess. So, Emily, why do you think these two actors both ended up nominated for Best Supporting? Well, it's long and complicated, but the basic reason for it, I think, is that nobody in the Academy could agree on which of these actors was playing the lead character in the film. So basically, if you voted for one of them in lead, you probably voted for the other in supporting. And that just ended up happening just often enough that they both ended up in supporting. And I'll go into how that works in a second here. But the high level thing is nobody could quite agree who was which character in the movie. In the Academy, it sounds like has some kind of weird ass roles. I mean, I wouldn't say they're weird so much as they don't work how you'd expect them to. Most other award shows have like a clear delineation between, you know, which categories actors are nominated. And for instance, at the Emmys, if you want to be nominated in a category, you submit your name for that category. For instance, famously, uh, everybody from the show Modern Family submitted themselves in supporting. Everybody from the show Friends submitted themselves in supporting until they decided they were all leads later in the run. It's just one of those things where the Emmys have like this very rigid system because of how much television there is. And the Oscars have always said, you know, if the movie qualifies, then kind of every element of it qualifies and they will decide as voters like where you fall. There are exceptions to this. For instance, the Academy does make rulings on what is an original screenplay and what is an adapted screenplay. But notably, it doesn't do Mm. that for supporting versus lead performances. So that's just on to the voters. And the voters in this case clearly had some confusion over which category these two actors belonged in. Let's back up a little bit and talk about this movie and why that might have been so confusing for some of these voters. Why is this film such a strong contender for Best Picture? 
It's a really strong movie about a historical incident, which the Academy loves. They love based on a true story movies. It is about the Black Panther Party chairman, Fred Hampton, who's played by Daniel Kaluuya. And then this other man, William O'Neill, who was a member of the party, but also an FBI informant, and his actions led to Fred Hampton's death. And O'Neill is played by Lakeith Stanfield. Now, what makes this tricky is that the story is about O'Neill. Like you follow him throughout the movie for the most part, but Hampton is a, the better known historical figure and Kaluuya gives like the much larger, more obviously charismatic, more obviously actorly performance. And we've had a lot of instances of this throughout Academy history, where there's a movie with two characters and the person who is technically the lead, who the story follows, is the person observing a more famous historical figure. And in those cases, it usually breaks down that the more famous historical figure is in the lead category, even if they have less screen time, and the observer character is in the supporting category, even if they have more screen time. So... When this movie came up, like Academy precedent would have said Kaluuya was the lead and Stanfield was the supporting character, even though that makes no sense if you look at like who this story is actually about. Yeah, totally. I I mean, I I have to say I saw the movie and I uh, came away from it thinking of Daniel Kaluuya as having played the lead because uh, I'm a a simple gal and he was very good. Uh, and and very uh, sort of iconic. I feel like the stuff that I took away from the film was mostly uh, Fred Hampton scenes. Yeah. But it mm-hmm. is Judas and the Black Messiah. It's, you know, not the Black Messiah and Judas, I guess. Yes. <laughs> so, Emily, tell me a little bit, how does the nomination process work for the Academy? So the actors sit down and each of them can vote uh, for up to five names in the category. And they, you know, sort of go down the list and say, here's who I liked, here's who I liked, here's who I liked. But there is not like a finite list. For instance, if last year in in the 2020 Oscars, you were voting on the movie Avengers Endgame, you could conceivably just fill all 20 acting slots with people from that movie because the cast is so large. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that is a thing you could conceivably do. I don't know that someone (laughs) would do it, but you, you could. So basically what happens is you sit down and you, as a voter in the acting branch of the Academy. And uh, another thing I want to clarify here is that only the actors vote for which actors get nominated, which is another aspect that can sort of confuse all of this. So if you sit down with your ballot and you say, you know, here are the five people I want in this category, you decide where to place them. And if you love Judas and the Black Messiah, you know, you can put Lakeith Stanfield in supporting and Daniel Kaluuya in lead. You can put them both in lead. You can put them both in supporting. You can do whatever you want. Now, what happens is that the top five vote getters in each of the four acting categories are the ones who are nominated. What happens if you are nominated in both categories is that you go into the category where you have the higher vote total. So imagine that Lakeith Stanfield was nominated in both lead and in supporting, but he got, you know, 3,001 votes in supporting and 2,999 in lead. He would be nominated in supporting. There's another wrinkle to this, which is if you get like more votes in one category, but you don't make the cutoff. So for instance, if Daniel Kaluuya got way more votes in lead, but he may, he was in sixth place because that's a more competitive category. 
he'd still get slotted into supporting if he got nominated there and was in the top four or five. So it is this like really complicated thing of like mental gymnastics and trying to figure out like how voters were sort of parsing out where to put these people. But yeah, it just comes down to there is no single authority within the Academy that is saying this is a lead and this is a supporting performance. It's down to the individual voters. I didn't realize how um, LSAT like how LSAT question like the Oscar voting <laughs> yeah. really was. It's uh, my my editor uh, when we were working on this story described it as being like one of those logic puzzles, <laughs> and it really is. Yeah. It's like if if Lakeith is sitting next to, <laughs> if Lakeith is traveling this many miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um. So in this particular instance, is uh, having two actors nominated in Best Supporting really such a bad thing? No, I think that there is, I think it does create a perception and I don't know how accurate this is. I think it is, I don't know how accurate this is because we can never see the voting totals. I think it is probably indicative to some degree of the Academy's systemic racism and systemic biases and all of that. I think the weird voting regulations are far more to explain, but we can never actually know what happened? You know, why were both of these men nominated in supporting instead of in lead like happened with Amadeus? That's the kind of thing we can't know, except to say that the Oscar campaign game is wildly different now than it was in 1985 when Amadeus was nominated. And also this year, lead actor was absurdly, absurdly competitive, which sort of meant that the more diffuse uh, supporting actor category had a little bit more room to maneuver in. You know, you look at the uh, lead actor race and, for instance, Delroy Lindo, who gave, I think, the performance of the year in the Spike Lee film to Five Bloods and won like every single critics award, wasn't nominated at the Oscars. I think that's a mistake on the part of the Academy. And yet the five people nominated all gave fantastic performances. So that gives you a sense of how competitive that category was this year, which may suggest why Stanfield was bumped down to supporting in the minds of the voters. That makes sense. What have, uh, what have uh, Lakeith Stanfield and Daniel Kaluuya's reactions been to this news? You know, I, I, Daniel Kaluuya is kind of the front runner for the award. So I think, you know, he must've been expecting to be nominated in this category. And uh, he gave a, a lovely speech at the Golden Globes that was marred by technical difficulties. And like, I assume that he was expecting to be nominated for supporting. Keith Stanfield made a wonderful Instagram post where he said he was just as confused as you, but you know what? He was going to take it. And like that, <laughs> I hope that that is my response. If I'm ever somehow nominated for an Oscar for best supporting, well, it would be a best supporting <laughs> actress. So, um, but if I'm ever nominated, that's a competitive yeah, category. If I'm ever yeah. nominated for best supporting actress for this podcast, I will be so grateful <laughs> while also being deeply confused. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Emily, and explaining that. You're welcome. 